Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. On Twitter at Billis King, and you can email the show BillisKing7 at gmail.com. No guesting? Oh, no, no, no. Monday's no guesting, strictly enforced. Hour three bowls of steel. Just hold back. Do not front load those because they'll get lost, and then you'll get mad at me because I didn't get them on the air. So just hold them back until we get right there up against hour number three. There's a lot I want to get to, but let me explain what's been going on. I've had, I couldn't tell you how many overtures or people contacting me, either privately, social media, what have you, and I appreciate all of it. I I do. It's when you get to that point, it's hard. You cannot respond to them all. It's impossible. So you have to do it in a collective way. And I know you probably understand that. So if you've reached out to me and you haven't heard directly from me, I humbly apologize. I can't tell you how much that means that you would care to take that time to reach out and say, Bill, just praying for you, wondering Let me know the latest. All of that has been just wonderful, and I appreciate it. I can't possibly put into words, as a professional wordsmither, I can't put into words what that means. Here's what has happened. I'll give you the cliff notes. Obviously, you don't need all the little details because this is a show about college football and all that stuff. I'll give you the, as fast as I can, backstory on all that's happened here the last few days. About 18 months ago, summer of 21, my my son, I've got five, Harrison, who's my third son. No, one, two, three. No, my fourth son (laughs) out of five. And then I got two daughters, twins. Started having headaches. Now, headaches are just headaches, except this got to the point where 
going to the pediatrician led to going to a neurologist. So I'm speeding this up for you. I'm not going to go through all the little minute details because it's not important and it's going to waste our time here. So he ends up at a neurologist. They do an MRI. They take some pictures. They discover a cyst on his brain. And the neurologist, who is the head neurologist at Vanderbilt, it gets no better than that, said it's small and no need to do anything right now. It may just stay this size. If so, fine. We don't need to do anything more, but let's monitor. The headaches stopped until about two weeks ago. So a year and a half passes. And Harrison starts complaining about the headaches again. End up back at the neurologist. They do an MRI. And they said, we have to operate immediately tomorrow. Now, this was Thursday. So Friday is the operation. That's how fast this happened. The cyst had grown. His fluid in the brain was stopping, not flowing correctly, causing these headaches. And if not dealt with, this could be fatal, is the way it was put to us. He said, frankly, the other day when you went to the doctor and then they sent you home, I wouldn't even have let you go home. That's where we're at right now. This is the head of neurology, Dr. Dewan at Vanderbilt. And he said, we have to go immediately. And that's when I went on social media and said, hey, guys, I'm a no-show. I'm a no-go on Friday. We, we've got things going on. And that's what happened. So Friday, they operate on him. It was six to seven hours. If you include the pre-op and the anesthesia and all the buildup to it, and then the actual operation. It was about a seven-hour procedure. And the doctor, Dr. Dewan, said this went very well. Went well. They did an MRI again. The doctor said it looks pristine. It looks good. We're very, very satisfied. And they said he may be in the hospital two weeks. Optimally, he may go home in a couple of days, and he was home on Sunday. So yesterday he got home, so it went well. Now, again, I'm not a trained medical practitioner. I can't give you all the specifics other than what the brilliant doctor says, but this went well. He's at home. Now, he's still in some pain. He's stiff. There's a scar on the back of his head, and he's not even allowed to – Wash today is the first day he's allowed to wash his hair. Today he's he's literally allowed today to wash his hair. So that's the story. Just just to wrap it up and to give you the uh, hopefully the the very condensed cliff notes. That's exactly what has happened and what has occupied our time. My wife has just been incredible. And I've got, by the way, I'm, I won't get to them this morning. Maybe maybe later in the show. If we need a little levity at some point. There are some funny things that happen during this whole 
scary episode. There are some notes. You know, I have some family things that we've talked about. Harrison is the same one who almost burned the house down when he's about three, when he peed down the hole in the wall. He's the same one. That that story I told you back at the farm where, where there was a hole in the wall and he didn't want to walk all the way to the bathroom, so the girl said, just pee in that hole. We, we, we had somebody scheduled to come out and patch it and paint it. And uh, I think somebody threw a broom and it put a hole in the wall in the drywall. He ends up peeing down that, which hit the electrical socket, which started sparking everything. And uh, my wife was in the tub. I was not home. And it almost burned the house down. The fire department had to come out. Same, same one, Harrison. Anyways, but there are some funny moments that I'll get to later. Anyways, anyways, okay, that, that's the story. We'll move forward. Bowls is still hour number three. Now, have you seen this? Did you see this story? The Pac-12 fired two very high-ranking executives on Friday. Same day I'm dealing, my family is dealing with crisis. The Pac-12 had their own crisis, little different type crisis. They fired two executives. You know why? It has been discovered. That And this goes back to that incompetent imbecile, Larry Scott. It was discovered that dating all the way back to 2016, the Pac-12 had been overpaid in their media agreement, their TV agreement. So dating back six years... They had been getting overpaid when it comes time to make payment on your media agreement, your media rights deal, and they say it's up to $50 million. Overpaid, which has to be paid back. Now, this is a league that is right now trying to negotiate and get done their newest media rights agreement, which has to be without USC and UCLA. And they owe, now this is a rough estimate, $50 million. Now, I don't know if that means that in the future that much is withheld, or if that means that each school's got to pony up. I don't know exactly how that gets reimbursed, but it has to be reimbursed. And two high-ranking executives who knew this and how this wasn't caught. More incompetence from the Pac-12. How was this not caught until six years of overpayments? And here's the other question. Who knew what? Who knew these were overpayments but just sat there hoping maybe this never gets discovered? I, I Somebody did. Some really supposed smart people knew what was going on. I'm sure Larry Scott probably did. Now, I don't have proof of that. But just knowing his background, I would think he probably did. 
and they oh now again that's a printed well a, a story stories that have been written about this and the estimate that I keep seeing is 50 million bucks I don't know how accurate that is it could be more dating back they're saying to 2016 overpayments to the league that add up to about 50 million dollars now to a league that has been struggling to keep up when it comes to media rights with the big boys like the big 10 and the sec is not real attractive when it comes to media rights comparatively speaking just lost southern cow and ucla for the future meaning and now this doozy, this howitzer dropped on them. More incompetence from an area that was just so giddy about shutting down football. More incompetence from the leadership of Sir Larry Scott. Now he's no longer there, George Clackoff, but yes, dating back way back did Clackhoff know anything about this? Now, he just fired some dudes. Yeah, Friday, he fired some dudes. Two, two top-ranked executives. Bye-bye. Out the door. You have been unhired. $50 million, uh-oh, just happened. All right, we'll get the first break. Omni Nashville Hotel. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. We're going to get into our routine with Daily Tennessee Jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three and four and five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play Daily Tennessee Jackpot. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hymns.com slash joy. At Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, 
a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I have not met you, Andrew, but I'd love to meet you someday. Yes, sir. What story do you want to tell him, Clay? Oh, about how you got ejected? Well, just how passionate of a Vanderbilt fan I am. He's so passionate that he is not able to attend games. Is that fair, Clay? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. If it happens anywhere in college sports, the Bill King Show will be there to bring you the facts. Now, again, I don't know if that's clear. If it was just one overpayment or year after year, there's, you know how in the Jaden Rashada story, I kept bringing up things like, why would you, after getting two weeks prior, notice that they were not going to honor the money that you agreed to, and then two weeks later you signed with them? Makes no sense. There's a lot of blanks. There's some blanks here, too. There's parts of this story that don't make sense. Apparently, now listen to this. Apparently, there was an audit done back in 2016. And again, we don't know which company was involved. Who made the overpayments? That is not clear either. It wasn't ESPN or Fox. We do know that. They're not involved. But we do not know exactly who made the overpayments. There was an audit done back in 2016. No, spring of 17. Correct that. Pac-12 Networks engaged in an audit to conduct about a certain distribution partner payments. Audit concluded that one of the Pac-12 distribution partners had overpaid the Pac-12 Networks 
for the year 2016 by a material amount. So this was known in 2016. Pac-12 fired two dudes. Apparently, they think those two dudes knew. Now, fast forward to October of 22, not that long ago, a couple of months back. The distribution partner who was the subject of the 17, spring of 17 audit, claimed that it had been overpaying the Pac-12 each year since prior to 2016. So, again, these numbers and these years are getting all moved around. Audit happened in 17. They discovered the overpayment. In October of 22, they say this goes back to 16. The partner complains again, anonymous, we don't know who was making the overpayments, claims the overpayments totaled $50 million. Now, that is a claim, they're saying. The real total could be slightly or significantly different. Key details are missing. What prompted the networks to seek the initial audit by the industry-leading firm in the spring of 17? Was that a routine practice or was something amiss? If the overpayments were only for each year prior to 16, why did the distributor not step forward into October of 22? So the Pac-12, somebody knew this was going on. Now, how, how, how is an audit like that only limited to a couple of executives? Who all knew what? What did Larry Scott know? Other than he was making, what, six, seven, eight million, whatever his salary was. Has there anybody stolen more from a league than Larry Scott? And again, we don't know what Larry Scott knew here. I know what my suspicion is, but... I don't know that as a fact, right? Other questions. Did the overpayments just continue after 16? Until this so-called partner who was overpaying. Here's the other thing. If the audit six years ago determined there was overpaying, why did the company, the partner, keep overpaying? Or was it just a one-time overpayment that equaled supposedly 50 million bucks? Did this happen every year? Is it way more money than 50 million dollars? There's a bunch of things that are missing here. Specifically, let's get back into this. Who knew what and when? Why was this allowed to not be dealt with until you get six years or more down the road, now you're trying to negotiate a new deal. They're wanting Fox, ESPN, et cetera, to come in there and help them, right? They need a new media deal. Will this hurt the new media deal? Now, again, Fox, ESPN, they were not making the overpayments. We do know that. That is a fact. They're, they're not involved in this. Why did the two execs at the Pac-12 that just got fired on Friday hold in or withhold this information? How is it possible that Larry Scott didn't know? Larry Scott's probably on an island right now and never coming out.
And there's no, again, there, there's no mention in any of these stories that I read that say what Larry Scott might have known. And you also need to be reminded, these folks don't like Larry Scott. Larry Scott is the biggest Nimrod commissioner of all time. I told you, I had Larry Scott on the show couple times when he got the job years ago. I have never had a guy on the air of supposedly that magnitude that either illiterate or inability to speak. I mean, I'm talking about take the worst politician you've ever seen, either either side of the aisle, I don't care, the, the, the most incompetent when it comes to inability to put words together and a person who never gives you any type of answer that has any substance to it at all. That's Larry Scott. I could have told you that talking to this clown on the phone on this radio show. That's that's what we're looking at here. And Larry Scott. Sammy, Bill, what about the morons that did the overpayment? How do you pay somebody $50 million too much? I have no idea. But is this not apropos for that league? And a league led by, up until here last year or so, George Klackhoff, but led, led by a Larry Scott, who everybody knows is an absolute tool. And they allowed him year after year after year to run that league until you couldn't do any more damage. You could not ruin a league more than he did. Yeah, you think Southern Cal's having some second thoughts? Boy, wished I hadn't decided to go to the Big Ten. I could be part of this in the future. Same with UCLA. Yeah, I have no idea. There, there are several points here that we do not have any info on. Who knew what went? Now, we do know the two executives did because they got run on Friday. They got unhired. I'm sure Larry Scott did, but he's already got his money, and he's already out of there. Good luck going and getting Larry Scott. And why would the, quote, media partner, we don't know who that is, overpay to the tune of $50 million, and it doesn't get public until six, seven years later. How does that happen? Why would they, wouldn't they be calling all that they could to try and get their money back? What, wouldn't they want to leak that to the media? Find somebody in the media who's got, you know, national muscle, leak it to them so they could break the story and then have all hell break loose so they can get their money back. And this is during a time when the Pac-12 is needing their new future relationship consummated. This story is, is funny. 
it's it's sad and it's also funny. Steven down there in Georgia, I know if my check is 50 less or 50 over, so I find it hard to believe no one noticed 50 million over six years. Sounds like we have a sneaky group in the Pac-12. Well, <laughs> true. Very true. H- how does that happen? Now, now it makes – I'm starting to think it was a one-time – well, it sounds like just from – and I've, I've looked into this several different ways, y'all. I had a lot of time on my hands over the weekend, y'all, sitting around, right? Uh, hospitals, um, just a lot of idle time. And so to keep myself occupied, I was reading all this stuff and talked to a few people. But was it a one-time 2017 overpayment of $50 million bucks? Then it stopped. No more overpaying from there. But there's still that one overpayment that never got reimbursed. It makes no sense that this would happen year after year. Why would a media partner, anonymous, or at least unreported, continuously after the audit discovered the overpayment in 17, keep overpaying? That makes no sense at all, right? It sounds like, and again, they're not saying this, it was a overpayment that was never paid back, but maybe they didn't continue overpaying. That would, again, that would make no sense. They're throwing out the number. Now, somebody said it was around 50 million bucks. That's where that number comes from. I don't know that that number has been corroborated. I don't know if it's been proven. What if it's more? What if it was an overpayment that somehow kept happening to the tune of 50 million bucks. I don't think that's the case, but to the tune every year of 50 million. But something is amiss here. Something is hugely wrong. How, when you have supposedly, we're told, so many smart people in California, right? So many smart people out in Cali. That this happens here. It's comical. To the tune of $50 billion reportedly, supposedly, bucks. Just say. Georgia Dog checking in this morning. Bill, counting sons like I count ex-wives. Yeah, earlier I couldn't figure out, was Harrison my fourth boy? I said third, right? Yeah, it's fourth boy. Yeah, fourth boy. And, uh, boy, he's had a year. He also, he plays football, and he's a senior, so his, his football is over. But he missed eight games because of a hamstring. He spent all fall in physical therapy trying to fix that hamstring, which those are very moody, very temperamental, and he didn't really get to play because he wasn't healthy until about game seven. Then this hits. 
But he's back home. No, he's he's back home. I told him. I said, "Man, how many people can say that they've had brain surgery? You're gonna be you're gonna be way stronger after this. How many people go through that?" Tom in Myrtle Beach, Bill Mattress Mac just lost another two million on the Cowboys. He lost three point one betting on TCU a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and and Ken pointed this out down there. Um, he he does this as a hedge on deals he puts together from his massive furniture mattress business. That That's money he could lose. I'm sure he doesn't want to lose it. But Mattress Mac, I can promise you, can afford to lose this money. He's also won some of these. I wonder what his overall profit and loss is. If, if you took Mattress Mac bet, betting on the Astros – or here recently with TCU or Tom mentioning the Cowboys. But he's been doing this for years. I wonder what his P slash L is. You know what that is. Your profit loss. P slash L. If we took them all together, what would that be? Would he be up a couple of million, down some? Dude's old, too. <laughs> Matches back. I think he's about 80. <laughs> he's a wheeler dealer. The dude is a hell of a business guy. He is. Anyways, we'll take the break. Presented by Omni National Hotel. Balls of Steel, hour three. Happy Monday, y'all. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant, prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous, one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report. Both absolutely free for calling today. 
Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nashville Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM has been your home for sports for 20 years. From typewriters to Twitter, fax machines to Facebook, we have you covered 24-7 and on the go. Finding us online is as easy as at Nash Sports Radio. Twitter, at Nash Sports Radio. SoundCloud, at Nash Sports Radio. Facebook, at Nash Sports Radio. Or search your app store for WNSR. 20 years of sports. Anytime, anywhere. From Nashville Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Music City Todd approved. The Bill King Show. Royal Payne checking in this morning. Bill, this is the same conference, the Pac-12, that paid $8 million a year in rent to be in downtown San Francisco. If they pull the threads on both sides, no telling where the money leads. Very true. So much corruption, man. Pac-12 Dave down on the Emerald Coast. Bill, those two Pac-12 execs who got canned should be forced to work at the Starbucks in downtown Portland. (laughs) That would not be good. (laughs) That would be brutal. Joe down in Boca. Bill, send me your address and I'll be right over with a battery and get that fire alarm fixed. Yeah, that. By the way, the battery's not even in there. I pulled the battery out. It's it's a faulty alarm, and it's gonna beep. I think it's gonna stop here any day, <laughs> any day now. Uh, frankly, guys, uh, I know, I know it's beeping. It has not been a priority. I, in case you noticed, I had a few things happen. Now I know this 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 happened before our. Uh, Vanderbilt Hospital visit. But that did not become a priority. Still isn't as of right now. Plus, it's 15 feet up, and I go. I got to go get the ladder again. It's a huge high ceiling. This thing is, is a five foot taller than a basketball rim where this thing is located. And uh, 
I have tried new batteries. It's a 9-volt battery. I've, I've done all that. It is not fixing. There's something wrong with this. I've done everything. The reset thing, have you ever looked up on Google? They show you how to reset it where you push the button in, you hold it, you hold it, you hold it. Makes a beep, should fix. I did that. It fixed for about five hours, and then overnight started beeping again. Get back to the show. It's beeping again. Anyways, you want you want a funny story? Okay, I'll give you a quick funny. I told you I had some levity involved with our trip. It's pre-op, and Harrison is obviously nervous. You got an 18-year-old kid who's about to have their brain opened up. They're about to go in there. That's that's overwhelming. And they do have what they call some happy medicine. That is not the anesthesia that they will give you, which they say will absolutely calm your nerves. And he's waiting on this. He can't wait for it. Anesthesiologist comes in, and we're all sitting there. Now, you're only allowed. They have a limit. You're only allowed to have four people. So it was me, Michelle, and then Benton and Cameron, four of us. It's there's so I, I can get into that, but there's a lot of rules. You can't just come into the hospital with your whole family, and of course we got a big family. There's lots of rules. Oh, you have to have mask on at all time, which you know me about that. But but again, I'm not in there to argue with people. I have to have masks on. I gotta say, everybody was nice. Every time we got caught without a mask, somebody would say, "Here, here, you need to have this." But they were very polite. It was it was all good, all good, because we're not mask people. So the anesthesiologist comes in, and she's talking, and she's doing a very good job explaining, here's what's going to happen. I'll give you your happy juice here in a little bit, but I don't want to give it to you too soon because it'll wear off. But just be patient. I promise you I'm going to take care of you. And she's talking. She's explaining. And then Cameron, and again, my boys, none of these, they've never been in a hospital for anything really. And... uh, Cameron interrupts and says, hey, 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 uh, what's the Wi-Fi? I can't get on my laptop here. Interrupts, which is not nice. But, again, he didn't he didn't mean anything by it. And so the conversation, and I didn't even realize, turns into people trying to figure out the Wi-Fi there at the hospital. Finally get back to where she's explaining what's going on, and my son Benton had packed a lunch, pulls out a sandwich. Now, we're in... Pre-op. I mean, we're on a floor where there's lots of people, and everybody's about to get operated on. And he pulls out a sandwich, which is peanut butter and jelly. And the anesthesiologist is now getting mad. She looks at him and says, well, what is that? And he says, it's peanut butter and jelly. She goes, no, these kids up here may have a peanut butter allergy. <laughs> you can't have that up here. So he said, oh, oh, sorry. So he puts it back in the bag, and... The conversation turns to sandwiches, and then she's getting really mad. So she interrupts everything and says, does anybody have any questions about what I do, which is anesthesia? And then she storms out. I'm not not kidding. (laughs) And again, they shouldn't have interrupted. No, no, no. You want to blame me? 
for that, blame me. You want to come after me for that, fine. But that did happen. She she got a little huffy with us. By the way, did a fantastic job. Did a did a wonderful job. She just got tired of getting interrupted. And and pre-op and and Harrison, they kept telling him, once we give you this this happy juice, you will feel it literally immediately. They're not that's not the anesthesia. This is just a calm down juice, whatever it was. And it was in it was in an IV. And immediately when he finally got it, in two seconds, he said, oh, yeah, I feel that. Calm him down a little bit. All right, we'll take the break. Bowles is still coming up, hour number three. Omni Nashville Hotel. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language. Like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-648-9175. 800-648-9175. That's 800-648-9175. It's a Bill King Show. 
Pac-12 football is a joke. It's a laughing stock. It has been left behind by Father Time a long time ago. It has not been prominent in a decade at least. And do you want to know why? God-forsaken leadership. That's why. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. know anything about college football consult with the encyclopedia bill tanica every morning tell you what we'll take a couple of calls into the top of the hour hour three balls of steel nominations happy monday y'all hope you had a good weekend i had i had a weekend that was uh, interesting starting with friday in case you haven't heard all what we just uh, went through. But uh, everybody's home. Getting rest. Let me get down to the villages in Florida. Aliquippa. Bob, welcome in, sir. Hey, Bill. Glad to hear everything went well and uh, with Harrison. And uh, we'll continue to pray for him. And, uh Hey, Bill, I, I got a funny story for you. This is, I had a senior moment this morning. I woke up this morning half asleep, and I'm walking around listening to the show, and I'm hearing your fire detector go off, and I forgot about it. I'm walking around checking my smoke box. Oh, trying to no. Figure out I didn't even think. Oh, no. I didn't even think about that. That could happen. Oh, yeah, that noise. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> so, anyway, hey, Bill, a couple quick questions on this Pac-12 deal. Did the Pac-12 schools receive the overpayment, or did it just stay within the uh, administrative offices of the Pac-12? No, what happens is, well, yes, but what happens is the league gets the money from their media partners, and then they distribute the checks. So I could see where the schools wouldn't have known, perhaps. How do you overlook millions of a check for double the amount you're supposed to get. I mean, all those schools missed it? Either that or they didn't want to didn't want to come clean like there's more money than we thought we were getting. Let's just hope they don't notice. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, somebody's going to catch that amount of money originally or eventually rather. But, hey, Bill, you think Pac-12 Dave had anything to do with this? You think he's in the middle of this maybe? I think he knew about it. He just didn't want us to know. Yeah, maybe he got some of that that overpaid that fifty million or whatever it was. So, uh, all right, Bill, I know you got another caller. That's all I got for you. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Yeah, Pac-12 Dave definitely knew about this and withheld it all these years. Next up, RD Kolioka, Tennessee. Welcome in, sir. What's up, RD? Hello, yeah. R.D. Yeah, I got you now. Hello. Got you now. Okay, good. I, too, keep uh, your son and your family in my prayers. A C- couple of things, if I may. I thought of you yesterday, Bill, watching the Cincinnati and Buffalo playoff game in the snow. Yes. Like, like you, I love watching football play in the snow. I don't know. Just add some kind of mystique to it. 
And the other thing is, last week you brought up uh, the Vandy Whistler and couldn't come up with his last name. It's Preacher Franklin. That's right. That's right. And I, I may have shared this with you before. I've known Preacher all my life. We grew up together. When we were kids in elementary school, he always he has always had that boisterous whistle. You could literally hear him from two or three streets away. And uh, He's I been mean, whistling always, like that his whole life then. His whole life. We, we were in grade school. You could hear him two or three streets away. He was he was renowned for the most loudest whistle ever heard, ever known to man. Wow. And I tell you something else about Preacher. He was uh he was quite a accomplished high school athlete. He excelled in both uh, basketball and and, uh, and baseball. And back then they had the uh, all city team and I think he made all city in uh basketball. Where did he go to high school? Guy, Old Central High School in Nashville. Now that was that was the one on the river, right? No, sir. No, sir. It was on Range Avenue back behind uh, the fairgrounds. Oh, that's right. What was the school that was right there on the Cumberland River by downtown? Downtown? I thought now, there was, was a high school, right? Maybe maybe there wasn't. Maybe there wasn't. Uh, there was a school in Fog, which was downtown. It wasn't, it wasn't quite a it was I, like yeah. An, yeah, it's still it was there. Like an eighth involved, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's still there. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Preacher Franklin's name, and he's been whistling like that since he was, I don't know, in diapers. Who knows? So, <laughs> just thought I'd add that, share that with you. And uh, one more time, God bless you, son, pal. All right, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate appreciate you checking in. Allen in Tampa. Bill, I'd give those Pac-12 dudes a job. They wouldn't last a day. No, they would not. They would not. Sam Dog. Bill, I thought that fire alarm beeped every time you said the name Tony Vols. Let's see. Not yet. It's not ready. Tom in Myrtle Beach. I don't know what Mattress Max P&L is. Again, profit slash loss, just in case you're wondering. But he's still up $65.56 million. With his Astros win. He won $72.66 million on $10 million wagered on the Astros. Yeah, I would say with that number right there, he's probably up. That, that $5 million that he lost total on TCU and the Cowboys... Not going to hurt that $72.66 million too much at all. Yeah, interesting, interesting story. Did you watch the Polynesian Bowl? It was on Friday night late. It was on the NFL Network. Nico Iyama Leava was the MVP there. Future Tennessee quarterback. Maybe sooner than later. Do a pick in the game, too, yeah. Polynesian boat. They list him at 6'6", 200. He does not look like he's 200. He looks 180. They're going to have to put some meat on his bones, but... Yeah, the Polynesian boat was Friday night. I told Harrison to hurry up with the surgery. I had to get to the Polynesian boat on TV. To speed this thing up a little bit. All right, hour number... Here's coming up.
Omni Nashville Hotel.